You're listening to the My NFT Journey podcast. Each week our host Andy Storch will share his journey and newly found passion for non-fungible tokens. So let's transition and talk about voice. I know you talked a little bit about voice already and what you're doing and it being carbon neutral and everything, but maybe we could just, you know, broader view. Why does voice exist? How is it different from some of the other platforms out there? Like, why do we need this? Yeah, why we exist is a is, a, is maybe a, l- a long question and, and, and existential. Mm. But how we've come to be what we are today has really been our journey over this like last year. As we voice originally was a social media platform and and for many reasons pivoted and and tore it all down and was reborn into the NFT platform uh, that we are today. Very much so, a, a completely ground up different business. And what we spent the last year doing is getting one, something to market, which was about four months. That's a pretty quick ramp up from nothing to an NFT platform out there. And then the rest of that time, really maturing our product through beta, seeing how users use it, seeing how our user base could grow, seeing what attracted people and seeing what aligned with our values as like a leadership team and as a company, right? And and what worked for that. And we care passionately about creators, right? We, we love when people make money off of their art, of course, and, and we'd love for people to be able to buy other people's art and also profit off that in the future. But one of the things that none of us were super passionate about was the idea of flipping for money, right? Like the idea that like, oh, I'm just going to buy this artist's work to like sell it here because like that's not a fan, right? Like that's the, that's an investor mm-hmm. and, and that's that's fine and legitimate, but that's that's different from a fan of an artist. I collect things that aren't NFTs as well. And like things from my personal collection, like you're never going to get out of my hands, right? I'm going to mm-hmm. buy it and keep it forever because I, I am the fan, that's the result. And so we started to get a sense for our value system and for that. And I think where we exist in the space and, and why we exist is there's no other NFT platform. There's no other, not even NFT platform. There's no other way for a digital creator, someone who makes their art like natively digital, right? To quickly and easily without blockchain experience, sign up for a platform and being able to sell their art to a digital collector or a digital fan. Like nothing, nothing is as easy as us for doing that. Mm-hmm. And I think at the same time, no other company, especially that, that is focused on that UI has had at least for as long as we have and, and built it for, for, which is just a year, built it for as long, such a passion about like bringing in underrepresented communities and, and giving a voice to those artists so that they're able to sell and participate from this as well. And, and I think those values are what makes us unique, but the way that we are unique as a technology is by far ease of use. Yeah. When you talk about, you know, voice talks about being equitable and you talk about having a passion for bringing in underrepresented communities, artists from underrepresented communities. I, I love that as someone who's very passionate about the DEI space myself. I, I guess I wonder how, how do you do that? How do you make that a reality versus a lot of people say things, but like, how do you make sure that that is a reality? Yeah. I mean, out of our top creators, over 60% are women, over 60% are people of color. And, and, and I actually think it's, it's much more than 60%, but I don't want to, I don't want to give you a a wrong number. That's huge, by the way. I mean, if you went and looked at the creators at large, an open sea or something, I would guess you'd see 80% male at least. At least. And, and these are of our top creators, right? Like, like all time high, not not overall platform, but our, our platform also overall leans similar, like, like demographically. And I think, you know, that's been done partly organically, partly intentionally, like any, and any method of inclusion and and, and equity, especially in a world that is so leaned towards a homogenous privileged class, 
right? Like needs to be intentional. And that's done by making sure that when we bring people in, whether they are employees, particularly in leadership positions, whether they are the curators that we brought in to help us find our original artists, whether there are resident artists that, that we had come in or organizations that we partner in, partner with, we make sure that they align with those values and those are things that are important to them. And I think when you surround yourself with people who care about like DE&I initiatives, right? And they don't just care about it for like checking a corporate box. And I think that's an important distinction. Like we never sat down and we were like, we need the world to look at us. Like we are a company focused on this, right? What happened is we went through this year of beta and we did what we care about and what we're passionate about, like as a, as a company and a team. And, and that, that led to that because that is what we care about is, is having a diverse group of creators that, that are an equal part, a part of this. And as we got through time for that, we were like, that is also how we communicate who we are to the world. Like that became a realization because that is who we are and, and that's how we live it. I think that if any company, whether they're NFTs or otherwise, like is genuine or cares about like the, the users of their platform in, in that way, like it can't, it can't be a corporate initiative. It has to be something that your team and your company live and breathe every day. Yeah, absolutely. You got to have everybody on board with that, be part of the values, everything else. So I love to see what you're doing there. When I first looked at voice, I thought it was cool, but I felt like coming from a collector standpoint who spent most of their time on OpenSea and in the Ethereum blockchain, that it seemed like it was on a little bit of an island, right? Away from all of the main action, right? Like here's the big party over here where everybody's trading and buying and like billions of dollars are being traded in NFTs. And there's this like cool island over here of voice. Can you talk to me about the multi-chain future and like how this stuff comes together where you can eventually move things around? Yeah. There's, there's a couple of things I like, I want to talk to there. Yeah. Like today, like, like, like not, not our long-term growth, not our medium growth, but today view us like an art gallery, right? Okay. Like you come into us, we have art by artists. Like we have, I'll, I'll name drop, but Hassan Hajaj, really famous photographer, right? Mm -hmm. Like in, in his collection on voice. And like, we have some, some major reputable artists that you can't buy elsewhere, right? That, that work with us. So, so in that sense, like we're a gallery, but we're growing into more than that. Like we, we're also a platform and we're growing into that world. We exist a bit on an island because we are a private chain, right? So like, we're not built on top of Ethereum. We're built on top of our, our own chain, which leverages the EOSIO protocol. And being on our own chain is also how we've enabled ourselves to be carbon neutral, not have gas fees, and, and to, to lean into those bits. Personally, as an individual and, and me and, and us as a company, like definitely believe that the world is multi-chain, right? Like I don't think that there is going to be one chain that wins over the others. Yeah. And so when I talk about us being, you know, our own chain and our own chain being private, like the key part to that is like, what can that offer? To the world and what can that offer to users and of course the parts i talked about for like carbon neutrality ease of use abstraction like all of that are benefits that we get from being able to have that but then how does that bleed into the bigger ecosystem so what we're building is the ability oh, sorry, sorry to interrupt before we even get into how it bleeds into the bigger ecosystem because i know we have a lot of people listen who are fairly new to nfts when you say voices on a private chain talking about a multi-chain future. Can we even back up? Like, how would you define that? Like, what does that mean? What does that look like? Yeah. So, so when I say we're on a private chain, I mean that our, you can't become a node in our chain. You can't become a contributor. We don't have ways for someone to come in and build their own app off of voices chain. Like our chain is something that we host only we have access to. It is, it is a proper blockchain and, and, and it uses distributed uh, uh, proof of stake mm -hmm. for how, how we manage things. Um, but it's distributed among us. 
Like, like, like we are, we are, the, we are the distributed group. So we use, uh, whereas, whereas Ethereum is more public, right? Everybody can build on it and, and like, but there's a lot more action. Everyone can build on it, right? Like people can, can become a part of like the ecosystem. You can publicly verify like anything that's happened on it, which we are enabling people to publicly verify what's happened on us in the future, but you wouldn't be able to build directly on, on voice. And you certainly wouldn't be able to build your own. You would not be able to build your own marketplace that uses voice chain. Right. right. Like, yep. like we like that is exclusive to us. And of course, you um, mentioned like carbon neutrality and gas, like Ethereum is great because everybody can build on it. But also when times are very popular, you're paying a lot in gas fees to get your transactions in line, which is where like a lot of the you mentioned proof of work, you know, a lot of criticism comes in for them burning tons and tons of wasting tons of energy, essentially. Yeah. And I, I mean, I, I do believe genuinely that Ethereum will eventually make the switch over to proof of stake, like right. hopefully soon. And, you know, we're about to talk multi-chain uh, and as yeah. we grow in, uh, and as voice grows down into the future. And, you know, one of the things, because the values of our company is we won't support porting NFTs to a proof of work chain like Ethereum, but mm. once they make the cut over to proof of stake, we're in for it. Right. And we'll, right. once they become energy useful, but the other part to talk about for this was multi-chain. And one of the things that, that we're, we care deeply about is, is the fact of like supporting this broader ecosystem. So today, if you create your NFT, if you mint your NFT on voice as a creator, it's cool. We actually, we think we have great tools. We think we have a great UI. We're easy to use. We have a clean marketplace. People can buy NFTs with credit cards. So your fans, if they're not crypto native, they can just come in and buy it. But if someone buys your NFT and they want to try to resell that on today, EOS mainnet or WAX, soon into some other major popular change such as polygon and solana right like they'll be able to export that nft to those chains and sell it on those popular marketplaces and then whoever buys that in the future could then of course report it into uh re-import it to voice and and have access to it within voice and, and all the features that we have on that platform there's a lot of reasons why this thing so one of course there's like you can leverage other markets and, and that's very cool and i'm excited for that this is the most exciting to me for the builders of the world. Mm. Because what it means is like, as a creator, I can have a piece of art that I want to make. Let's say I want to do digital fashion, right? Metaverse fashion. Mm -hmm. And I am a, a fashion designer. I'm not a fashion designer, but like I'm playing that role for this, yes, for this narrative. Sure. And I create my work on voice, right? Now I know voice is going to support a certain number of chains and keep growing that support. And what I can do now is also plan for like, I launched my work on voice. And soon I'll allow you to use those items, right? Which I'll represent somewhere else in this other metaverse that's on this other chain entirely. And I can, because I, I'll know which NFTs are from my collection and were exported to this other chain for this other metaverse. I can hire engineers or from a developer myself, build that out so that you can use those NFTs in that other world, right? Mm -hmm. And then at the same time, because voice has now become the hub for that and the hub for that exchange, like... I could also go to another chain that has its own experience, game, 3D environment, 3D galleries, fashion galas, you name it, and build out an experience for my NFTs there. So I've, as a creator, now been given the opportunity to make my work on one platform without having to worry about all the ways I want to grow it into the future and bridges, mm. without having to worry about like, oh, I made this on Ethereum, but like, I really wish I had done it on Solana so that I could be a part of this experience. Mm -hmm. And now you have this, this centralized place where you're able to create this. 
and allow your users to move things between these ecosystems to have different advantages and, and whatever as a creator, you can dream of experiences within those different chains of those different worlds. And that also means that as, and I'm, you know, I'm using like the idea of metaverses, when I say metaverses for listeners, if you're not familiar, I really mean like digital experiences, right? right? I'm, I'm being very vague with it, Yeah. but it could Virtual also world. just be for engineers. Yeah, virtual worlds. But it could also be for engineers. Like if you want to build anything that you could imagine on any of those other chains, on our chain, because we're private, we don't allow that. But you could definitely mint work on voice and then build out things on two other chains that both interact with that and tell people that if they buy your voice NFT, they can choose how to move it between those different chains. And yeah. and that 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 to me provides so, such a wild plethora of like inventions yet to come. The future is is wide open. It's bright, and uh, it's pretty cool what you get to create there. And I imagine a lot of people are listening, just just trying to keep up with this. You know, listen to a couple times, go do your research on you know the different types of blockchains and what Voice is doing. Very interesting with the with the private chain, and I'm glad to know that it's going to be connecting out to others. You're attracting a lot of creators and artists, like you said, especially maybe from un, you know underrepresented groups. What are some of the interesting things that you see artists and creators doing on Voice right now? Yeah, we've had a, a decent amount of projects from creators, collaborators, and others that go towards the benefit of causes society that, that that give a portion of the earnings to charity, or that reinvest in carbon offsets, or that help plant trees, which has been a big part, a big part of this. But really, the biggest thing that I see, especially because we're so art focused, right, versus versus you know, in, in air quotes, utility focused. The, the biggest thing that I really see is folks who would not have been able to sell their art or would not have had a platform to finance their career as a creator are now able to do that full time. And that part is not unique to us, but but maybe the demographics that are getting a chance to do that are are more common on voice. And um, I'm, I'm glad for that. And I only hope to keep growing our artist communities um, and creator communities. Yeah, it's a lot, a lot of opportunity for artists to start creating and their creators. I'm just curious from, so it's a lot of art from a utility standpoint, anything interesting that you've seen on there that people are doing that they're selling to provide some type of utility or access to their fans, followers, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. So recently, one of the things that we did launch is we do, we do have discord integrations. Mm. So we have a couple of projects that have done that. And then we have, uh, so, you know, buy this NFT, get access to this specific Discord channel. And and mm. and we have, you don't have to be an engineer to know how to set that up. We have a, a Discord app and you just click some rules and, and you're good to go. Cool. But we had this other project, which which we partnered with, right? Like to, to help make happen called Memes, M-E-E-M-Z, which was very cool. And what it was is you could collect different meme type animals, like a cat and a pink bucket of paint. And then you would get airdropped to you as a free gift, a pink cat. And as you bought all these different base bits, yeah. like individuals would get all these different combinations of these, these memefied animals. So once again, to me, the, the utility of that is you're buying into this, you're getting art from the artists, you're supporting them and creating more of this really fun, awesome, and, and uh, adorable project. Yep. And, and to me, that's, that's the biggest bit. Yeah. Yeah. Any last recommendation, advice for me or others who are thinking about going and starting to create some NFTs or digital assets on voice or anywhere else? We're free to mint. You sign up with an email. So do it. My other recommendation is create a burner account, like mint something you don't care about, mint a doodle or something on a napkin, mm -hmm. like sign up for an account, use some username you're not super passionate about, 
mint something for free and, and see how easy it is and then get ready to put your real collection under another name. Oh, you can burn it too. Burning is also free. Burning means okay. deleting. Like, but because our barrier for entry is so low, and, and I even talk with this about artists in our residencies, they should 100% just go on the platform and mint to see what it's like. Mm. And, and I think that's, to me, the best thing that I can recommend to starting, especially because it's only going to take you 60 seconds, one minute of your time for the whole flow. Yeah. Yeah, it's worth it. It's amazing. Uh, last question for you, William. We think about the Web3 on a macro level where we're going with NFTs and blockchain and everything that we've been talking about. What, what gets you really excited? What are you most excited about for the future? It's an overwhelming question for me. Um, there, there, are so there are so many angles for me to, right. to answer for that. Yeah. I think one, like the creator economy, I think jobs of the future. I, I, I think things that we haven't dreamed of yet that I can't dream of yet are, are what get me so excited. But, you know, on a, on a person and, and everything that I talked about voice, like, yeah. like Trump's what I'm about to say, but on a personal level, like I love buying art. I love supporting mm -hmm. artists and I'm, I'm deeply a collector. And also as someone who lives in New York, like space is such a premium. So yeah. it's tough to be a collector and live in a little box. And the idea that I can shift that to digital goods while supporting things. And really I view NFTs as things, right? Yeah. Like, and how the things we buy, the people we support, the causes we contribute to all form part of our identity. Like I, I can't wait for people to see, you know, what's in my voice account and how that reflects who I am yeah. for the future and the causes that I care about, but really just, just so much. That's like asking, what am I, what am I excited about about the future of humanity? And right, I, yeah. I think that, that, that the digital world will just continue to explode and expand and, you know, NFTs are still relatively new. What are we going to build into new technologies and leverage yeah. these for five years from now that yeah. uh, we haven't dreamed of? Oh, I love it. The future is bright. A lot of cool things coming. William, this has been great. Thank you so much for coming on. The website obviously is voice.com. If anybody wants to connect with you, follow you, where's the best place to do that? Is it Twitter or somewhere else? Where can they find you? Yeah, Twitter is definitely the best place. My at handle is T-H-E, like the word the, the W-A Anderson. W-A Anderson. All right. And the website is voice.com. William, thanks again for coming on. This has been awesome. I look forward to keeping in touch. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks again for listening to My NFT Journey. Hey, I wanted to take a moment to let you know that our podcast right now is sponsored by voice.com. Yeah, voice is an easy place for creators to create carbon neutral NFTs. That's right. You may have heard about NFTs from the outcry around environmental impact and how much energy is being burned by Bitcoin and Ethereum and other cryptocurrencies and NFTs and tokens traded on the blockchain. Well, voice is 65,000 times more energy efficient than Bitcoin and 17,000 times more energy efficient than Ethereum. So if you're looking to create some NFTs very easily or buy some NFTs, especially low cost NFTs, very easily with US dollars and without burning lots of energy or impacting the environment, then check out voice.com. I am working on creating my own collection of NFTs on voice, and I've found so far that it's extremely easy. All you need is the right graphic, the right strategy or what you want to create, decide what you want to give to people when they buy the NFTs, and then go set it up. It only takes a few minutes. So go check it out, voice.com, and let me know what you think.